Hello, everyone. Praise the name of Jesus. We are so glad to have you with us again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online service. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don, my lovely wife. <clears throat> we pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. And uh, praise the Lord. We believe that the Lord's got a great big blessing for you today as we study the Holy Scriptures. Glory to God. Amen. So if you have your Bible's with you. Great. We're going to get right into them. If you don't, take this opportunity to get your Bible, but not only your Bible, we're going to be receiving communion together today towards the end of the service. So if you want to ready those items, now's a great time to do that. Mm -hmm. Also, too, we want to say a couple of other things. First of all, we want to thank everyone for their continued faithful support, church family and friends, to uh, help us do what we do. We believe that these last days are great days. Jesus is coming soon, and there is a harvest of souls to be reached. Amen. And uh, praise God, uh, we thank you for partnering with us and helping us in this. Glory to God, to the glory of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, and also, too, we want to remind those that are in the greater Portland metro area to come out and be a part of what God's doing at Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon. All right? We've had a lot of wonderful testimonies about what the Lord's doing. Mm -hmm. Miracle, That's right. healings, mm -hmm. and lots of answers to prayer. I mean, the Lord is moving as he always does when we believe him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord delights in us trusting him. So glory to God, the best is yet to come for us as believers in these last days. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, we want to thank you and uh, come out and be a part if you can. Mm -hmm. And uh, hallelujah, uh, you will be mightily blessed. Mm -hmm. And you can check uh, on our website there, as you see at the uh, bottom of uh, the screen there, to see uh, all the things going on at church and different uh, gathering times and things like that. So that'll be a great blessing to you, all right? So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we begin today. Oh, uh, and let's open up our hearts because I believe the Lord's going to bless us in a mighty way once mm -hmm. again today. Father God, we do thank you and praise you for all of your goodness. Mm -hmm. We thank you today for helping us once again to receive with meekness you, the engrafted Jesus. word, which is able to save our soul. Mm -hmm. Help us to open up the eyes of our understanding, mm -hmm. to enlighten us, to see things mm -hmm. as they are. Mm -hmm. And Father God, we thank you for every need met once again today, mm -hmm. and that Jesus, you will be glorified. Yes, and uh Father, we thank you for your mighty presence in our midst, mm -hmm. the teacher, the Holy Spirit, uh, teaching us, leading us, guiding us, helping us as we yes, get into your word. Mm -hmm. We thank you for that today in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Well, praise God. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3. And of course, this is our uh, third session on the subject of love, uh, the story about God's forgiveness. And that's what it is. It's a love story. And as we're looking at this and covering different aspects, uh, nobody's ever plumbed the full depth of the subject of love. And we're hitting a few of the high spots even here. So it's not the last word in which we're talking about love, but we've looked at several key aspects of the walk of love, how, how God operates and how he, uh, has displayed his great love towards us right. here in the world, even as John 3, 16 tells us. Hallelujah. God is a God that loves people. And once he comes on the inside of us, all of a sudden, uh, our heart changes towards people, even those that have been once our enemies, or we would look at them as being enemies to us because they've done us wrong. 
and the wellspring of salvation and the forgiveness of God that now lives resident on the inside of us is able to be exposed to other people. That's right. And uh, that's what we've been looking yes. at. So let's look here at uh, 1 John chapter 3 and start reading there in uh, verse 14. 1 John chapter 3, and of course there's a uh, gospel according to St. John, and there's an epistle. There's actually three epistles, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Uh, almost, if you go back to the end of the Bible, if you're not familiar with it, and turn back a few pages, you'll come right there to 1st John. All right? But uh, this is, this is uh, wonderful. Now, as we look at John, let me give you a little bit of the backdrop here. This was written by the Apostle John, as I said a moment ago. But if you read the Gospel of John... Uh, he makes the statement, the disciple in whom Jesus loved. Mm -hmm. Now that could be taken a couple of different ways. Either that uh, he was prideful, which I don't believe he was, but as you read that, the disciple whom Jesus loved, you know, like the the, the one that God loved, you know, the I'm God, the one that the he one loved. That Jesus favored. Uh, well, I believe the apostle John, he lived to be almost a hundred years old and he gave us the book of Revelation also. Uh, but I believe that when he made that phrase, he was actually looking back and thinking about the love that the Lord had for him, despite all of his faults yeah. and failures and shortcomings. We've got, and I've got a newsflash. We're all his favorites. That's right. We're all his favorites. That's exactly right. You are a favorite mm -hmm. of God. So uh, that's, that's good news. That's good news. Yeah. So I believe that about John, <laughs> that he had a great revelation of the love of God and the love of God, first of all, displayed towards him mm -hmm. as we all should really appreciate, but it helps us as we've mentioned before in previous sessions to be able to love the unlovely, love those that have hurt us because this, I believe, honey, and we've talked about this before mm -hmm. is one of the greatest hurdles that, or the greatest mountains, whatever you want to call it, that believers have to climb once they get born again mm -hmm. is giving place to that love where yes beforehand, they might have had a lot of animosity, anger, resentment, mm -hmm. bitterness towards other people, mm -hmm. how that we can forgive people by mm -hmm. the love of God that's been shed abroad in mm -hmm. our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also believe that it doesn't stop just with loving, you know, stopping with loving and forgiving other people. We really have to love and forgive ourselves. Oh, yeah. And, um, no, that's you know, and accept that. It's, mm -hmm. it's all about receiving. You know, some people say, well, I love to give gifts, but it's hard for me to re receive. And I think this is one yes. area that we have to receive the Lord's forgiveness and his mm -hmm. love for us because uh, you can't really fathom all that he's done for you. Very you know, true. If you really try to imagine that, you know, selfless um, love that, that Jesus died on the cross. If you're the only one, he would have died just for you. And you, a lot of times people can say that even flippantly, but mm -hmm. if you really focus on that and you think about, wow, you know, Jesus would have died just if it, if it was just for me. Yeah. And that's so true. What a great truth. And it, but, it, but it is true. Praise it's God. not just a nice saying, but it's, you know, there's truth in that. It's a hundred percent fact, factual truth. Mm -hmm. And um, so we also have to forgive and love ourselves and move forward. That's what it's all about. The Lord always wants us to be moving forward. And, and yeah. love has a big part to do with that as well as forgiveness. It does. It does, honey. And you hitting on that, that spot. I think we might have touched on that briefly before. But forgiving ourselves, mm -hmm. because that is such a big hurdle, because we, yeah. we look at ourselves 
many times. And, and we're supposed to examine ourselves, as it says there in Second Corinthians, examine yourselves to be that you, to see that you be in the faith, mm-hmm. right? That's right. Yeah, because the Lord is our measuring stick. Mm-hmm. Not other people, but the Lord mm-hmm. himself. And the example, mm-hmm. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to forgiving ourselves, we have uh, many times, and I'm not for everybody, but this is for some, That's right. they, they, they can forgive other people, but boy, they look at their past and they think, you know, I've messed up so bad mm-hmm. and I've done this wrong and I've done that wrong, even after I said I'd never do that wrong again. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we all said that mm-hmm. uh, through the course of our life that, you know, we, we our intentions are right, our motives are right, mm-hmm. but yet even right. in our hearts, right, mm-hmm. but yet we still come short. Mm-hmm. And but that, the, again, another newsflash, we're always going to fall short. Yes. I mean, no matter how much you try. Why? Because on your best day. On the most perfect day, you're going to still be, we are all still, you know, imperfect, you know, beings. The Bible does talk about perfection, but that's a maturity that talks about Mm -hmm. in the body of Christ that God wants us to move up higher. And I think, too, as we realize from the word of God, the more we read it, the more we realize, wow, the Lord loves me and forgives me. So I have to receive that. Again, Mm -hmm. we, we need to be in a receiving mode. And when we see that how much is love has been dealt with all the things that he's done for us and provided for us, then we have to say, you know what? Your blood has made me worthy. Because really, if we say we're not worthy, you know, there's, I know there's some songs out there that say, we're not, we're not worthy. We don't deserve it. That's true. But you know, his blood has made you worthy. Mm -hmm. So figuratively speaking, technically speaking, positionally speaking, you are worthy. Mm -hmm. You have been made worthy by the blood of Jesus. That's right. We didn't deserve it. But he, but he did it for us. Yeah. So again, we're always about moving forward, looking forward, you know, moving ahead and not looking back because the Lord never wants us. You know, he always talks about, you know, forgetting the former things and we press onward. We press exactly. on. Paul talked about, we press onward to the, you know, to the prize. Jesus is our mark. He's our prize. Mm-hmm. He's what we focus on. And mm-hmm. that really helps us to stay centered. Yes, it does. And think the way that God thinks towards us. Yes. It's a healthy way of thinking. Yeah. You know, so. And forgiving yourself is so important because if you can't forgive yourself, Mm -hmm. even though you think you can forgive other people, you'll come up and come to realize that you can't really forgive other people completely as you should and let things go until you forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. We could spend a lot of time on that. Perhaps you're out there today listening to this and saying, you know, I, I, I hold resentment and bitterness towards myself. Now, you don't hear a lot of preaching on that, but it's true nonetheless, because we see ourselves through a microscope. We know all of our shortcomings, and I'm not, ex- I'm not exalting missing God or anything like this. This is where the rubber meets the road yes. in the faith life, yeah. because the Lord Jesus Christ said when he was talking about mountain-moving faith, and receiving answers to prayer. You can see it right there, not only in the book of Matthew, but also Mark 11, that he said, when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. Well, that ought against any could include yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's even towards God because they feel like God didn't do them right. But let me encourage you out there today that you may already know this, but some may not, that uh, God's never done you wrong. He's never done you anything 
but right mm -hmm. because he loves you and he cares. Now, some things mm -hmm. the devil's camouflaged and made us think that God come up short, but God never does mm -hmm. come up short. He's never failed us. Mm -hmm. And that's good news. That's, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's something that we can all rejoice about because mm -hmm. God is faithful. That's right. Hallelujah. Well, let's yes. get right into the word of God. There's yes. a lot we could say about that, mm -hmm. uh, about that, but, but receive when you receive from the Lord, uh, then you can give to others. Mm -hmm. And when we esteem highly that we've been forgiven, Mm -hmm. and are forgiven when we need it, when we ask him, yeah. that it makes it just so much easier through life to overlook people and their shortcomings. Because again, until we receive a glorified body, mm -hmm. we're going to, on our best day, mm -hmm. uh, we have a flesh body that's not redeemed yet. That's right. It is one day mm -hmm. going to have a, we're going to have a glorified mm -hmm. body, but we don't have that yes. yet. And to him who has uh, been forgiven of a lot, you're able to love a lot more. That's what Jesus you said. Know? And, and what, you know, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of good that comes out of these things. And yes. And we receive it. So you haven't made too many mistakes for the Lord not to forgive you and for you to move on and also to forgive yourself. If so you, God. a lot of young Christians, because the devil attacks them specifically on the things yes. that they don't know. Mm -hmm. I've committed the unpardonable sin. I've done something too big. It's too gargantuous for the Lord to forgive. Let me encourage you with something. And a lot of you may already know this, but there may be some, again, that don't know this or they don't have it really strong in their heart mm -hmm. that if you have a desire to repent, to ask the Lord to forgive you, he is wide open right there with That's his right. open arms to forgive you. You have yes. not committed the unpardonable sin. That's that right. is a lie from the devil That's and you right. need to resist that. Okay. Amen. Well, let's look here. First John chapter three and verse 14. This is uh Again, the apostle of love, whom Jesus loved. <laughs> All right, we already talked about that. But in 1 John chapter 3, and let's start reading in verse 14. And again, this is there's so much here we could cover, but we're going to look at just a few of the most important things here as we're led of the Lord to do this today. Mm -hmm. Notice verse 14, it says, We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Okay, he's talking about relationships here. He's talking about how that if we know we pass from death into life, from spiritual death to spiritual life. This is not talking about physical death. There's a physical death. There's an eternal death, but there's a spiritual death. Okay, there's the second death and the being cast into the lake of fire at the very end. But this is talking about spiritual death. We know we pass from death, spiritual death, unto spiritual life by being born again. Because why? Because, as the scripture says here, we love the brethren. There's a newfound love that enters into our heart once we are born again. Mm -hmm. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm -hmm. So we don't get a new body when we get born again. We don't get a new mind and start automatically thinking differently. But right. what we do get is a new man on the inside. The Bible talks about in the book of Peter, the hidden man of the heart. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's the inward man. All right, we have an inward man 
and an outward man. Amen. And so we passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Yes. Helps me think about uh, one particular occasion that uh, uh, Dad Hagen told about uh, repeatedly in connection with faith and love because faith works by love. That's what it says there in Galatians chapter five. Mm -hmm. But uh, this individual came to him one time and said, uh, you know, I hate my mother-in-law, you know, and, and and was really having a tough time with this verse of scripture. And they had some back and forth about it. And he said, finally, he said, well, what I want you to know, and he was talking to a Christian, said, I want you to say, I hate my mother-in-law. And uh, then look, check down on the inside. Mm -hmm. and, and she said, I hate my mother-in-law. And then he said, what's happening down on the inside? He says, well, there's something scratching me. <laughs> there's something scratching me. He said, well, that's Conscience. the love of God yeah. trying to get your attention yeah. that you really do love them. Uh, but it's all being covered up because of uh, things that have happened in the relationship and things that, you know, might have gone wrong or hurt feelings and being offended and all these type of things. See, love is a decision. Mm -hmm. And you can, even while you have feelings that are so fickle, up one minute, down the next, the feelings will lead you astray. Yes. You can, yeah. by decision, decide to forgive love, forgive people mm -hmm. and let the love of God that's been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost dominate you. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you need to do? First of all, know that it's already there. It's resident there, but it may be all covered up because of emotions and feelings. But allow that to escape your lips. Yes. And as you put that into practice, yes. that's going to grow and the inner man is going to grow mm -hmm. and develop and you're going to be more conscious and you're going to be more awakened to the fact that that's really who you are. Mm -hmm. Your identity changed once you got born again. Mm -hmm. So now the love yeah. of God is right. on the inside and you can make a decision. Mm -hmm. I forgive that person, even mm -hmm. if they didn't ask. You can make a decision. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that person. Yes. And start doing good things for other people that hurt you. Mm -hmm. And what you do is you start walking out all of the squalor and all the stuff that tries to trap you mm -hmm. from being strong in faith. That's you right. walk right. out of it. Yes. Because yes. he whom the Son is set free is free indeed. Yes. But that freedom is experienced in our life as we mm -hmm. realize who we are in Christ, mm -hmm. that we have a new man on the inside. Yeah. And now we can allow that supernatural love that's been deposited on the inside of us to radiate out. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you can love yeah. people yeah. because you, yes. you, because this person was <laughs> concerned about, you know, well, I don't, I don't love, love them. I hate them. And so I'm not, not be saved. Yeah. And well, so I, that I don't feel like loving them. Yeah, I don't but, feel but, like but when you make that decision again, knowing what Christ has done for you and in you mm -hmm. and through you, it, then it makes it easier. And it, it's really the Lord's given us that ability. He's mm -hmm. never called us to do anything unreasonable. But I like here what the scriptures say. I don't know if you have you already read those, honey. No, we just read down. Okay. To, 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 this all ties in with what you're talking about right here. We got going yeah. following <laughs> examples <laughs> that are good. Sometimes these help us as much as anything. Yeah. So we, we got right there to verse that just uh, six, ties in. 16. Yeah, right there. You want me to read it? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother hath need, and shutteth, shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, 
How dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Mm -hmm. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and, and shall assure our hearts before him. You want me to continue? Sure. But for if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemneth or condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And this all ties in. This yes, is beautiful how this all ties in. Because when you're under condemnation, it's hard to know, is God going to hear me? Is God not going to hear me? But when he establishes his truth, his word, his love for you, and how we're supposed to treat others, then here we go. Verse 22. And whatsoever things we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. You want me to continue? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And this is a, and this is his commandment that we should love or believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and he in them, he in him. And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit, which he hath given us. Yes. Now look at this. So many things, yeah. but this is all the connection of love. Yes. As you notice there, how does love behave? Love does something. Love, love lays down its life for the brethren. Yes. It, it, have you noticed that when people have a need and need help, that so many times you find out that it's very inconvenient? It's not an easy thing mm -hmm. to go help somebody in the middle of the night. Now, you know, I'm not saying every night this is happening, but I'm just saying there's inconvenient yeah. things that happen in life. It's not easy on with, your flesh. And it's not easy on your flesh. And which could be inconvenient, a brother that's done you wrong, but yet you decide to forgive them, but you're kind of, you're like, they never asked for forgiveness. And then they have a need in some area. You just go ahead and help them. Yes. What will happen is mm -hmm. it'll break open things by the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. And you'll see the very presence and the power of God come down yes, and work in a situation. Mm -hmm. And you're just doing nice things for people. Uh, we had that occasion recently with a situation with a person that they were just blown away because of something. It wasn't a huge thing, but we did. They said, just nobody's ever done that for us before. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm not talking about somebody in the church. I'm just talking about somebody outside. But yes. the point is, is that love has a corresponding action to it. Mm -hmm. As we go ahead and read here, we lay down our lives. Mm -hmm. That's pretty serious. And if you see somebody in a particular need, what do you do? You endeavor to help them. Yes. All right. Amen. Now, as you read here before we finish up today, look, look what this says is we're not supposed to do it just in word only and tongue in verse 18, yeah. but in, in deed and in truth. In other words, by doing something. All yes, right. Amen. Even when it's not convenient, helping, being a blessing to our brethren. Then he goes right into a passage of scripture that's quoted many times in relationship to answered prayer. But I want you to notice the connection here. In verse 20, uh, well, verse 19, it says, and hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Why are you of the truth? Because the love of God's on you, because you're helping your brothers, you're guarding your love walk, all these things. And then notice what he says, verse 20, because there's a connection. There's a heart connection in this. Yes. It says, for our heart, for if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Why would he bring that particular statement? Because we 
are convicted in our heart as Christians when we know the good we ought to do and we don't do it. Mm-hmm. And so our heart can, can, we know that we need to make an adjustment. We know we need to, there's a good we ought to do in yes. helping somebody or yes. doing the right thing, even when it feels wrong to the flesh, even when it's inconvenient. And he says there, and God knoweth all things. Well, why? Because God is reaching the very core of our being, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, blood, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence towards God. Mm-hmm. Now think about this. So our heart doesn't condemn us. Exactly. Because the vertical. Now the our heart can convict us to do the right thing. Right. But our flesh, and if we're not doing the right thing, then that's where condemnation comes. You right. Know, look at there. The Holy Ghost will one. not condemn yeah. us. No, the Holy Ghost doesn't condemn us, but he does convict us. He does nudge us in the right direction mm-hmm. to take hold of what God's provided for us and done for us. And thereby, you know, setting an example, Jesus set the best example and what we yes. do for others. Yeah. And notice what it goes on to say there. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence towards God. We have strong confidence. Yes. Just like it says there, Second Thessalonians chapter one, about their the church's faith growing exceedingly mm-hmm. and the charity abounding one towards another, mm-hmm. towards one another, brethren yes. one towards another. The charity is love and action. Yeah. Right? Because you know so, what the Lord's done for you. Right. And but this is the confidence, but you have strong growing faith, mm-hmm. but it's only going to take keep pace with the amount of love that you're mm-hmm. walking in. Yeah. All right. Now notice what it says there. It says, then have we confidence towards God or assurance or faith, mm-hmm. trust in God. And whatsoever we ask, get this, verse 22, we receive of him because, see, it's predicated. Yes. Whatever we ask, we receive. What's it based on? Because we keep his commandments. Yes. What particularly yes. he's talking about? Well, you can think about all the things we know we need to do, but particularly in the context here, he's talking about love, mm-hmm. about doing good, helping your brother, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we keep the commandments and do those things that are pleasing in this house, in his sight. And as you read there in verse 23 and 24, we see there the commandment that we believe on the name of his son, Jesus, and love one another as he gave us commandment, right? And so we see that we're abiding in him when these things happen. Now, perhaps you're out there today and you're saying, I just, I'm not totally unfamiliar with this. And I do not know Jesus and this kind of kind of makes sense now, but I've never seen it from what the Bible says. If that would you be you out there today and you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, received him as your personal savior, you can do that today. Because once he does, he comes in, creates all things new. You yes. become born again, as yes. Jesus said. And you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Your sins are washed away. You receive eternal life. Mm-hmm. heaven will be your home one day. If that's you out there, we want to take this opportunity and invite you to, in the presence of Almighty God right now, wherever you're at, to receive Jesus as your Savior. He loves you. Yes. He cares about you. He wants to forgive you. Mm-hmm. But this is the road that leads us to eternal life. It's the only road. It comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. If you're out there, I want you to bow your head wherever you're at. And if you're driving, pull over. If you can get into a position of getting on your knees, because that just denotes a symbol of of surrender to God. Do that right now. Mm -hmm. And let's pray right now and say this after me out of your heart. 
Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. And I invite you. And I invite you. Into my heart. Into my heart. To be my. To be my. Personal Savior. To be my personal Savior. I believe. I believe that you are the son of God, that you are the son of God, that you came, that you came and paid the price for my sins and paid the price for my sins. And today I receive you. And today I receive you. And as the scripture says, and as the scripture says, if I would confess with my mouth, that if I confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, and believe in my heart and believe in my heart that you have been raised from the dead. That you've been raised from the dead. I would be saved. I would be saved. So right now. So right now. I say, I say. That I believe that I believe that Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ is the Son of God is the Son of God and I believe in my heart and I believe in my heart he has been raised from the dead that he has been raised from the dead and I receive him and I receive him as my personal Savior as my personal Savior I ask you Lord I ask you Lord in creating me anew in creating me anew to wash me in the blood to wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus of the Lord Jesus and creating me new and creating me anew bringing me into your family bringing me into your family and giving me a future and giving me a future in you in you in your family in your family in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen hallelujah now that sounds glory to god like a very simple prayer and it is but it's heart faith it's believing and receiving jesus mm-hmm. that's where we receive eternal life and if you prayed that prayer out there today or you should have do it, but contact us. You can see our website at the, uh, the lower part of the screen there and notify us. Send us an email. We want to send you some free materials to help you because this is just the start. It's not the end That's right. of what the Lord has for you in walking with him. Okay? Amen. And uh, we want to hear from you because the Lord wants to help you. He wants you to get planted in a good local church and be a part We have fellowship with like-minded believers. And if you're in the Portland metro area, we invite you to come and be a part of uh, our church in Tualatin, okay? But nonetheless, we'll try to get you connected with a good, strong local church that believes in the Bible as the final authority, the moving of the Holy Ghost, because uh, we need him. And uh, this is, again, just the start. It's not the end, okay? That's right. We want to walk with the Lord for the rest of our life, all right? We're going to receive communion at this time. Now, hopefully you've got the cup and the bread. And I want to read from the scriptures here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 as we receive together and open up our hearts. It says, starting in verse 23, this is something that Christians do. If you've never done this before, and uh, we're receiving uh, on the first uh, Sunday of the month, we do that in our local church. So we're going to read from the scriptures to see the precedent and how and what this means. This was done through the Lord Jesus. His blood was spilled for the redemption of mankind, the forgiveness of our sins, to be born again. His body was broken for our physical healing. So the cup that we partake of and the bread are symbol symbols. They don't turn into the actual blood of Jesus or his physical body, but they symbolize what he did for us 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Notice what it says in verse 23. It says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, 
This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Now, there's more we could read, but for today, we're going to end right there and explain for just a moment that as we receive of the bread, this represents the broken body of Jesus for our physical healing. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you need healing out there today. Well, the Bible tells us in different places, Isaiah, 1 Peter, and in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 8, it says that Jesus, that by his stripes, the stripes that were put on his back, healing was purchased for us. Now, you may be sick. You may have a terminal disease. It does not matter. As I mentioned earlier, we've, we've had so many different miracles and healings take place in church, not only recently, but also through the years. Mm -hmm. And God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. And as a Christian, this is a tremendous way to receive healing in your physical body mm -hmm. by looking at this bread and saying, Lord, I believe that Jesus took my sickness and pain 2,000 years ago yes. and that by his stripes, healing belongs to yes. me. And I believe that mm -hmm. I receive healing. Mm -hmm. So take Amen. that bread. And honey, do you want to pray over that? I sure can. And yes. be encouraged yes. no matter what it is. Yes. You don't have to figure out how God's going to heal you. Just believe that you receive. Well, amen. And I, I want to share this real quick here. But Psalm 103 says this beautifully. This is the plan of redemption yes, once does. you've accepted Jesus Great Christ scripture. as your Lord, Lord and Savior. But there's a few scriptures here. I want to share them. Psalm 103 verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. And they he lists the benefits here. And just to touch on this briefly, as we receive uh, the bread and the juice here that symbolizes what Christ did for us. This puts us, uh, us in remembrance of what he did for us. Mm -hmm. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Remember the Lord, he forgives all your sins. That's what iniquities mean. Mm -hmm. All your sins. He forgives all your, or he heals all your diseases. Yes. He redeems your life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindnesses and tender mercies. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. And then it goes on to say here, the Lord is merciful, verse 8, and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Yes. And then verse 11 says, He, for as high, or as, for as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. That means they have a respect for the things of God. And as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions yes. from us. Glory so to God. read that chapter, the whole entire chapter of Psalm 103 that yes. talks about forgiveness and love and what Christ has done for us and yes. we can receive. So Father God, as we come before you this morning or this, this that come before you today, Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for what for what he's done for us, what Jesus has done for us. And Lord, we place yes. ourselves in remembrance. We take this bread and as we eat this bread, we reflect on the scriptures we've heard and we've read today that Jesus purchased our freedom. He purchased our for forgiveness. He purchased us healing for our bodies yes. and we receive healing right now. And whatever you are believing God for today, yes. receive it. As yes. you eat this bread, say, Lord, I thank you for healing me. 
Yes. You, you heal all of my diseases. Yes. So thank you, Lord, for your healing power working in every yes. person's in body today. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Touch and say, right I now. believe I receive. I believe It's already a done deal. So that means it's what's past tense is present tense. Yes. It's already done in Jesus' name. Believe that you receive. Thank you, Lord. Thank yes. you, Lord. So but go ahead and take this. We believe yes. that we receive healing. Yes. I believe we I receive. We believe. Yes. We receive a miracle. I believe I receive healing in Jesus' name. Whatever it is, from yes. the top of your head to the soles yeah. of your feet, yeah. the Lord is able to work yes. a creative you, miracle Lord. in you. Hallelujah. If you believe. Yeah. He bypasses Lord, the natural. Yes. And Lord, I want to thank Jesus. you. We want to thank you right now yes, for your healing, God. miracle working yes, power, working touching every person out there yes, right now. Whatever happens. In the name of Jesus. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Go ahead and take Amen. and eat in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank, so thank you. you, Father God. It's so good to be thank healed. Thank you. Yes, Lord. So good to be healed. Yes. It's a done deal 2,000 years ago. That means it's yes. done for me today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We just receive it. Yes. Part of our receiving. Yes. By the hand of faith. Now, as we receive this cup and we pray, the Lord is the one that forgives us mm -hmm. of all of our iniquities, all of our sins, all of our transgressions. And today, we can take this opportunity as a Christian to thank him for not only what he's forgiven us from in the past, mm -hmm. but the things he still will do, according to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. That's written to believers. Mm -hmm. So if you need forgiveness from the Lord, just say, Lord, forgive me. I yes. repent. Yes. And he'll forgive you just instantaneously mm -hmm. and totally. Yes. But ask him. Mm -hmm. Because... Sin breaks fellowship. It doesn't break relationship once you're born again, but it breaks fellowship. Now, if you're out there today, think about, as we shared today about the love of God in your heart, forgive yourself, mm -hmm. forgive others, and take this opportunity to say thank you to the Lord for forgiving you first and foremostly of all the things you did that were not right in the past. Mm -hmm. And this is not to be feeling condemned. It's just a matter of fact. We're yes. so thankful that he forgave us mm -hmm. and he created us anew. Yes. Now we're in the family of God. Amen. So Father, we thank Amen. you right now. I thank you as we receive this cup together. That Lord, we do so in faith because we see in from your word that Lord, as we partake of this, we do this in remembrance mm -hmm. of what Jesus did 2,000 years yes, ago. Lord and Lord, we believe that in the name of Jesus, we not only have, but also do receive forgiveness when we need it. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we can minister that to others because of the great grace mm -hmm. that you've bestowed upon our lives by making the free gift of salvation available to us mm -hmm. and us having received you, it. Lord. That Lord, now we can celebrate your goodness and your mercy towards us and we can extend that to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is good news, isn't it? We thank the Lord. He is so wonderful. And truly, the best is yet to come. We are so glad that you could be with us today. And we trust as you go over these scriptures that we've been sharing week after week, build them into your spirit. See what the Lord's going to do through your life because he wants to use you for his glory That's today right. and in the days ahead because the best is yet to come. God's got a future for us 
and he loves us and he cares about humanity. So until next time, keep your eyes as always on the Lord Jesus Christ and continue to do his work, being the salt of the earth, the light of this world and go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish what God has called you to do as a believer in these last days. Amen. Amen.